Hey, I'm Josh and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Brew. It's good to have you here. I am obsessed with the body's capacity to heal itself through meat movement and mindfulness. And today's episode is, or today's Weekly Brew rather, um, is an interesting one. It's very much focused around movement and a bit of a bit of context for you is that I seriously... I implore, so a lot of my audience would be coming from the meat-based carnivore keto diet realm. That's where I certainly started my journey of self-improvement and self-discovery. I've been on some variation of a low-carb diet for the past nine years. I've been, I've been through it all. I've been through um, extreme binge eating and overweight issues when I was younger to being seriously sick in 2019 where I was struggling to put on weight and I went... I lost almost all my muscle and I was in a very bad place. So I've been through it all. Um, and a meat-based, keto, carnivore, animal-based, all the different names you want to use, diets has certainly helped me regain confidence. And it's it has been the key that's unlocked my body's wisdom to heal itself. And that's what I'm, that's the context is that not only that, the integration of movement, whatever that is for you, it can be walking, it can be doing CrossFit like I do, it can be playing tennis, paddle, it can be doing yoga, it can be breathing, it can be cold therapy, it can be anything that gives your, that takes your body into a sort of forced stressed state where it's forced to adapt and compensate. But obviously this is something that you're willingly doing. It's not just happening to you. And this creates resilience in you as a human. And that's why it's so important. So today's weekly brew or this week's brew is very much a movement-based weekly brew. I like to touch on each theme in the weekly brew as much as possible. So I always like to integrate the three, but then finally we have mindfulness. And this for me is the sharpening of the ax, so to speak, a famous Abraham Lincoln quotes, if I'm not mistaken, or Dale Carnegie, or one of those famous Americans. But mindfulness is the meta cognition behind it all. So where am I going with this? What I'm saying is that you can eat a meat-based keto diet, and you can you can look great, you can feel great, but if you don't integrate mindfulness into your life and understand your past traumas, maybe or develop a spiritual sense, whatever that is for you. I'm not, I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm certainly not here to do that. I'm just here to help, in, to help you integrate all three of these healing modalities into your life. So whatever spiritual quest or whatever side of spirituality you are on, that's okay. I think it's good to have that side. I think we've lost it in the modern world and I think that's causing a lot of existential problems. Um, so it's hard to trust yourself when you're not living, living for something greater than yourself. And that's just a personal opinion. Maybe not everyone will agree with that. And mindfulness is just one of those aspects to healing that when you integrate it, it makes things a whole lot easier because you, you sort of let go of many things that you may be, that may be holding you back. Um, so that's just a little introduction. Again, I like to just let the, the a lot of new, uh, there's a lot of new people that are joining and I've, I'm, I'm very grateful because if you're listening to this, 
you get early access to my podcasts and stuff and you're a paid subscriber and your support means the world. And I know a lot of you have come with me far and wide throughout from my website, from Instagram. That means a lot as well because your support allows me to keep my content ad free and relevant and, and it just upholds the most quality going forward. So today's weekly brew, um, there's, a, there's a poem that I'm contemplating and I, I, don't wanna, I really don't want to butcher it because I, I don't think I'm the best at reading poems. But I don't even know if it is a poem, to be honest. It, it, it was laid out as a poem on, on Facebook where I got it from, but it's, it's a bit of a weird layout. So I'm going to read it to you because I found it, it certainly had an impact on me when I read it. And it's, it's maybe super relevant to myself, but I, I'm sure you'll find some value in it. And, and you must remember that stories are universal and stories connect and bind us together. So if you go, go back millions of years, I can picture our ancestors sitting around a fire eating meat and mushrooms and telling stories of their day and what they saw and what they felt. That's why telling your story is so important because it's universal and people can connect with it on a deep level and on a level that you may not even realize. So it's so important to, synth- to synthesize your stories and tell them so that they, you can connect with people on a deep fundamental level. So here we go. Sometimes you have to wait in the dark for what seems like forever, stuck, certain no progress is being made, not even a little growth. Nothing seems alive, you least of all. It doesn't even feel like waiting, truth be told, since waiting implies an end in sight. And you have seen one of those and you have not seen one of those in ages. You're sure you've been abandoned, forgotten. It seems as though your soul may have deserted you. But then one day, a day you didn't think would come, the smallest of cracks appears. Then the crack turns into an opening. Then the opening, a breaking free. Maybe it was the way the sun hit or how the rain fell or how the planets aligned. Or maybe something deep within you simply knew, now. It's not just that you've come back to life, though. You're different. The life within you feels humbler, since you know less now. And more grounded, since your roots were silently growing deep all this time. You understand now, there was something happening, something profound in that slow and tedious germination. It's a miracle, isn't it? How even in the longest and most brutal of winters, thousands of seeds are plotting a most magnificent spring. By Leila Aylin. Sorry for that weirdly croaky cough midway through. Um, I hope you connected with it, but this last part is so, it, it, it touched me on a deep level because we have been through a winter collectively um, with the plague hitting us and all and then other stuff going on in the world and it just seems as though everything is just compounding into something that we don't even realize and it can feel like a winter but winters are where everything is made and um, I'm living in Europe at the moment in Amsterdam and I'm from South Africa and our winters are not nearly as brutal as 
European winters and let alone the fact that our winters are, they don't have the same level of contrast in terms of seasons, especially in Joburg or even in Durban or Cape Town. Sure, the grass goes a bit gray and the leaves fall off, but in Europe, you feel the seasons. <clears throat> Jeez, there's my cough again. You feel the seasons in in a, in a very polarizing fashion. You can you 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 know it, it is so clear to see when it's autumn, winter, summer, spring. But that that sight is quite beautiful, which I've never experienced before because it it, it it's a sign of growth. It's a sign of impermanence, death, all of these things that we take for granted, all of these things that are so human and germane to the way we operate that they must not be forgotten. So when you are going through a tough time, you need to understand that it's just the winter. It's not forever. It's it's something, something's growing there. Roots grow. Things need that dormant period to, to be known and to be seen to the world. So easier said than done, but hopefully sticking around and um, becoming your own awakening that own inner shaman within you is going to help do that and I'm certainly no guru or shaman or I'm certainly not here to sell you anything I'm just here to give you the the, the power of personal power and you have that within you so that's always within you onwards and upwards so the next part of my weekly brew this week is about breathing and I was, I was a massive skeptic about the importance of breathing, especially breathing properly. But um, if you go to the show and if you go to the actual email and you go watch a video that I, I posted, it, it, it'll do a better job as, at explaining whatever I'm about to explain to you. Because <laughs> James, James Nestor wrote this brilliant book called Breath, um, The Lost Art. Sorry, the what is the subtitle? Breath, the... I actually have forgotten the subtitle. Um, but essentially, it's about breathing. I mean, you get the idea. But on top of eating a species-appropriate meat-based ketogenic diet, deliberate breathing protocols like focusing on nasal breathing and doing guided breathing protocols by like Wim Hof have greatly benefited my sleep, stress, and athletic performance. Especially after battling those myriad of breathing problems in 2019 that I was telling you about when I was losing all that weight, I was exposed to mold toxicity and mold poisoning, and I struggled. My, my breathing struggled. I was in a, I was in a, my body was saying no when I didn't have the words for it. And at the time, I couldn't understand what was going on, but it was leading me to a pretty, a pretty purposeful beautiful place um where, I, where i'm at now and it, it certainly wasn't an easy path but I, I just felt that listening to my body and listening to where i needed to focus my attention really helped and breathing is interesting because i consider it a, a deliberate movement that we do and a and an unconscious movement that happens regardless of whether you think about it or not for the most part so just the simple act of gratitude in the morning, waking up and feeling your breath. I often think that meditation is the art of feeling your breath and being present with it. And there's, a, there's an element of gratefulness that your auto, autonomic nervous system has the capability to actually keep your heart and your breath breathing and beating is, is, an, is a miracle. It, it's a miracle. And it's how grateful can you be that 
this body of yours is is doing its thing and it has the wisdom to heal itself without you even consciously having to direct your attention in some manifested way that we so used to seeing now is like oh just think healthy things you know think think magnificent things or, or or think try and think yourself out of your problems which i don't think is ever going to be the case i think what's going to help is giving your body the right nutrients the meat <laughs> moving well and being mindful and when you do that you give your body a chance to heal itself because it has the wisdom within it it knows what to do but when there's a barrage of toxins and even toxic relationships and and things coming your way it's it's pretty difficult it's a, it's, a, it's an unwilling stress in your body it's a stress that you you sort of didn't sign up for um whereas jumping into a freezing fucking cold lake in amsterdam is a stress that you deliberately signed up for so <laughs> but just go if you can go back to the back to the, the newsletter that i actually sent out go watch the video because he explains he, he synopsizes the book in a great way and explains some ways you can improve your breathing. But the main benefits being nasal breathing, you know, so focusing throughout your day, even when you're doing something like cardio, like walking, try and do only nasal breathing. It's a lot harder than you think, but the nose acts as a filter for your, for your breath. So if dirty air is coming in through your mouth, think of the nose as the filter, but that's tiny sort of gaping hole through the nose is just the ultimate filter for anything coming into your nose and james explains how it uh, heats the air up going inside your body so when you're doing cold plunges and things like that one of the things i tell you is to nasal breathe uh, it helps keep your body at a stable temperature it helps regulate your autono autonomic nervous system and keeps everything in check so it's a really profound um it's a profound way of tapping into your body's wisdom that inherent wisdom within it and and being deliberate about it i'll read uh, the the description from youtube which i think highlights the video pretty well there's nothing more essential to our health and well-being than breathing take air in let it out repeat 25,000 times a day yet as a species humans have lost the ability to breathe correctly with grave consequences in breath, journalist James Nestor travels the world to discover the hidden signs behind ancient breathing practices to figure out what went wrong and how to fix it. Modern research is showing us that making even slight adjustments to the way we inhale and exhale can jumpstart athletic performance, rejuvenate internal organs, halt snoring, allergies, asthma, autoimmune disease, and even straighten scoliotic spines. None of this would be possible, and yet it is. Drawing on thousands of years of ancient wisdom and cutting-edge studies in pulmonology, psychology, biochemistry, and human physiology, breath turns the conventional wisdom of what we thought we knew about our most basic biological function on its head. You will never breathe the same again. It's quite a statement at the end, but it's true. I have been doing this consistently for the last couple of months. It has made the most profound difference to my life on top of a meat-based diet. I, I can happily say that breathing and cold therapy which is a form of breathing because as Wim Hof says the cold teaches you how to breathe has had a huge huge impact on my athletic performance my sleep my recovery my stress everything so I think if you can if you can if you can incorporate this into some in some way in your life 
it, it, it is profound as to what it can do for you. Um, and, and I'm not saying that lightly. I, I seriously think it can save lives. I think it can make the world a better place. And what I love about it is it's bodily. It is bodily. It taps into the wisdom that's inherent within you. There's no guru or outside force that is actually helping you. This is within you. It's, it's inherent in your DNA and in your cells. And finally, probably you can't listen to this, but I've I just put in some flow work music that I was listening to. It's a, it's a nice psychedelic trance mix from Yestomorrow, one of my favorite um, pro, uh, duo producers of Psytrance. Um, and I'm heading to Boom Festival this year, which, is, which happens every two years in Portugal. Um, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I, do, I do have a profound love and respect for the art of psychedelic trance and the scene and the love and the community. So I'm really looking forward to that. And so if anybody is going to that and would like to connect, please let me know. I would love to do that. And then finally, I ended off this week's brew with um, Meepay's podcast with my friend Nicole. Episode 14 is out. So go listen to that. It's all in the, the actual email itself. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you want to get that, please head to my website, joshnayman.com or to Substack, type in Josh Neyman, the weekly brew. You can sign up and you will get notified. And if you become a paid subscriber, it helps support my art and my work and you will get early access to whatever I put out. So there we go. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you and I. It's an honor to walk this path with you. It really is. And I would love some feedback. And um, this is one of my biggest joys each week is putting out content for you. So until next time, cheers for now.